Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself, so try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com. Hello everyone, I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. Welcome back, everybody. Today's special guest is the Gray's founder and CEO, Heather Hopkins. Heather, how are you? I am doing well. How are you guys? We're great. We are very happy to have you on the show. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. So before we get off with the Gray's app, can you talk about your background a little bit and what you were doing before you decided to come up with this dating app idea? Sure. So um, I live in LA and I grew up acting in TV and film. I started at 14 years old. And what happened was in the downtime of acting, um, I decided to start a podcast and people were following along. It was about dating. People were following along my LA dating life and all my horrible, <laughs> hor- the, the guys that I would go on dates with. I mean, just, just these, these horrible dates would happen. And I would you know, I would, I would bring my listeners along as I would try out dating apps. And then I would tell them, okay, I've been chatting with this guy for a while. He seems really funny, guys. Everyone get all excited. How did it go? And then the next episode I go, so I went on the date and within five minutes, it was a no-go. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so, so that really kept happening. And so I almost just kind of fell into being an entrepreneur. It was you know, I was solving my own problems. I had so many issues on dating apps where I would chat for so long and spend all this time, get on the date, and then realize I just wasted my time. So I figured out a solution to that. And I pretty much created Grays out of, I mean, I, I truly was like, this has to exist for myself. 
And then I realized how many other people were feeling the same way as I did. That's pretty cool to like, talk about your own experiences and put it out there for people to listen to because I'm very private and like you uh, do a little bit of acting myself. So I'm very private with that part of my life a little bit, but also with the personal part. So I applause to you for doing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tried I tried to do YouTube and I just never liked the life of like holding a camera everywhere you go. That's yeah. I, like to, I like that I can go spend time with my friends but with podcasting, it's, you know, it's, it's just audio, you know, you sit there for an hour and, you know, you share parts of you and really only like, I, I feel like my podcast listeners are the best people ever because they really get me. And it's just like a special type of person that listen to podcasts. Yes, <laughs> it definitely yeah. is. So you mentioned the podcast, is it still ongoing? Yes, it is. So it's called The Hookup with Heather Hopkins. Um, and hooking you up with millennial dating advice, not, not what you think. <laughs> um, yeah, it's still going. Uh, we, I mean, the show is a little different now. I actually, in the midst of building, in the midst of building this solution for myself, um, I ended up meeting my boyfriend, but, um, oh. yeah, so, so there's no personal dating stories. Um, but I, I do get to now share successful dating stories from Grace. Hey, it's like a full transformation then. It is. It really is. <laughs> so then how does the Grays dating app compare and contrast to those dating apps that are out on the market or ones that we're familiar with? Sure. So Grays is a video-based dating app. And that means that after you match, you go right to meeting a person over a five-minute video chat to see if you have chemistry first. And then once you know you have chemistry, then you can message. So we're kind oh. of flipping the switch. <laughs> yeah, that's very different. I feel like usually people start with a small chit chat and then once they have the courage lead up to the video chat, but might as well start start off with that yeah. and that way you know. Exactly. That's that's how I was. I was like, why am I wasting my like why even waste any time chatting when I can just do this? You know, we have this yeah. thing called technology. Let's make it human. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It definitely pushes you to like get over being shy a little bit oh, yeah. and just put yourself out there a little bit definitely. faster and not just wait around and do a guessing game. Yeah. And once, you know, of course, that's everyone's hesitation at first. They're like, oh, scary. But once you do it that way, I mean, our users, like at first, they do get a little scared. But once they do it, they're like, oh, my gosh, that was so easy and fun. Now I never want to go back to just texting. This, like, why waste your time? And then, you know, it's it's kind of you just have to get through that first one. <laughs> so what is your overall theory on dating like before COVID? And then we'll go into like during COVID and then what you predict after. Sure. So dating before COVID. Well, I have a um, I have a little bit. And this is this is the grace theory. So. Um, so basically the greatest theory that I came up with, cause I founded it, but so I believe dating is a numbers game and I, I hate the word game because I, I try to, I say away from games, but I mean it in the sense that, you know, there's all these, these things you hear, like, you know, there's, there's websites or apps out there that they say, Oh, our algorithm is going to bring you to that perfect person or, Oh, fill out the survey and you're going to meet your soulmate. And I just call a bunch of BS on all that. Yeah. I really believe it's a numbers game. It's about meeting as many people as you can. And you actually hit it off with people, like a lot more people than you'd expect. It's just about putting yourself in those spaces. And that's what that's what really our theory at Grays is, is we'll provide the space. Just meet lots of people. 
and awesome. see who you have chemistry with. Okay. That sounds pretty good because I do keep my circle pretty small. So it's hard to expect that you'll find someone in a small circle. Rather, if you have a bigger circle, you have more chances to meet someone. Yeah, exactly. And even, you know, for me, it was that I you know, I think there used to be kind of a stigma with dating apps, right? It used to be like, you had to, I remember going on dates and maybe hitting it off and then being like, what's going to be our cover story? <laughs> you know, I think that that sort of stigma is gone. I think you can proudly say like, yeah, we met here. How cool is that? Um, but, uh, you know, I think what appeals so much to me about dating apps is that I was working many jobs and I didn't really get to meet anyone outside my work. I was always working. And so dating apps, I could, you know, meet new people from my hand. <laughs> but the issue is, is that we miss the human part. Yes. Um, you know, you miss the actual meeting part. And that's why Grey's is so beautiful, because you're actually meeting the person, but you're using the thing in your hand. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Um, I use dating apps as well. And that's actually where I met my now fiance. But at the time... Um, I would have wished that there was something like this out there for the video chat feature because it would save a lot of time and a lot of uh, awkward dinner dates. <laughs> oh my gosh, tell me about it. <laughs> I've been on plenty. <laughs> so then how do you think the dating scene is going to change with COVID and, and quarantine now? Yeah, so for us, I mean, we we have a very interesting thing where we were actually out two days before the pandemic. So oh, wow. a lot of people think that you know, I built this for the pandemic and oh my gosh, if it was that easy to build an app, wow, I would, that would be amazing. <laughs> but no, I've been building it for almost two years. It's been crazy. Um, and so, you know, what happened was, is that then all of a sudden within the matter of like a week, the only way to date became video. Right. And we always started as a video dating app. So we had all these people from all over the US come on and what we saw was really cool. And it was that people are more open to meeting. They, like uh, The geography didn't matter as much. And mm. I don't know if that's because we're a video first platform where you're more willing to meet a guy in New York who looks really cute. Like who, who you, I don't know if it's that and, and you'd rather just meet like this instead of like signing up to text them. But we actually saw so many people connecting from different parts of the United States and they're dating now. Like, they, I mean, like I've gotten stories, like people have now flown to see each other, like, you know, things are going well. Like, I think, I think that's a, um, you know, of course I'll, I'll always preach safety and, you know, taking COVID seriously, but I do think that's one of the cool things about dating during COVID is that people are meeting virtually and virtually geography doesn't matter as much. And so you can be more open to other people. That's very true. And I know a lot of the other dating apps that are out there, you can specify the range in which you want the pool to be pulling right. from. So it's it's very cool yeah. and unique that you pointed out that it's more US wide and not just localized to their cities. <laughs> well, I mean, we do have that. So you can um, filter if you want to just meet people within 10 miles or whatever. Right. But um, we noticed that like... I believe 70% of our users don't, they, they expand it all the way. And I mean, I think of myself, um, you know, like I said, I'm ironically not single, but, um, but I, I feel like for, for Graves, I would be open to meeting people from all over just because like, you know, if you have that electric chemistry with someone, mm -hmm. you know, would you, would you like, 
take a weekend and go visit? I don't know. I probably would. <laughs> like, it's really pushing people's limits to think deeper. Yeah. Now, I agree with you with um, video-based dating first. And I think it's great that you expand or expanded it a little bit more geared towards people to be more mobile with it instead of just being like, oh, you meet this person that's five miles away from you. No, you can meet the person in a different state that mm-hmm. might be the one for you. Like, I like how there's freedom to do that. Cause I see that most apps are like only a hundred mile based is the max. Yeah. And, and another thing on that, um, you know, not only do I preach, I always am like, you know, expand your distance, like meet lots of people, but also the other beautiful thing about grays, um, is that you actually get to see a person's personality and I know for me, I would, if a guy like, if there's a guy and he looks like, oh, he's cute, but he's super funny when I talk to him, I'm like, oh my gosh, he is cute now. Like, it's just like a whole, it's just like your the personality just makes them that, like, oh my gosh, now I'm excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think on Grays, that's one of the coolest things is watching people who, you know, they they're like not the Brad Pitt, but they have this amazing personality and they're so kind and they're so funny. I mean, like they're killing it. (laughs) They're killing it on Grey's. And, and, um, and I think that's another really beautiful part of us is not only can you meet people from all over, but you can also take chances on people that you maybe not, you maybe wouldn't have usually. And because it's only a five minute video chat, you know, like, so what if they, in the five minutes, that guy who you, you who might be like mm-hmm. cute, you might like him. If he's not it, then great, you're you're done after five minutes. You can unmatch. Yeah, but now like, you know definitively right like, whether to proceed or just to cut off. Exactly, but you can also you know give more people chances because you're not signing up for a long dinner date. Now, um, what are your theories about dating post COVID? Yeah, I mean, I think I think like pretty much every sector in life, we've realized how to. Um, optimize things. You know, I don't think we have to go sit in an office and sit in long meetings. I think we can, we realize we can do a lot at home with our, you know, we, we can be really productive with ourselves. We can, you know, get a lot done just from our laptop. I think, um, I think that's really it. I, I mean, I think with dating, exactly our process is, is the future. And, um, and I think it's, it's exactly that. Why go all the way to a date when you can just do this? I love FaceTime. I FaceTime my family all the time. So I think this would be the perfect dating app for me because you can see if you have a connection with someone versus just talking over text. And I find people are actually more weird on text than they are in the video. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I think I'm one of them. (laughs) I, I just never connected with texting. Like I, I'm the type that I'll be in the middle of something. So I'll text back. Okay. And then I remember doing that and guys would be like, are you mad? I'm like, wait, what? No, I just was texting. Okay. And it just like, I just feel like if you talk to me in real life, you know that I'm not mad. I'm just saying, okay. (laughs) Like, So it's, it's very hard to read through text. Exactly. Exactly. So we kind of, like I said, I hate games. We cut all those out. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm definitely on the flip side of it where I prefer the texting, but then I get to the point where I'm overanalyzing when I'm going to respond and it just gets too much in my head. And that will also put you into like paralysis where you're like, 
wait, oh, you yeah. didn't respond. And then you're going to like, in your mind's like, he hates me. Exactly. So what tips do you have for dating in general? And what tips do you have for someone that has little experience in the dating field? Yeah. So I, um, you know, I, am a big, I have a, I have a saying that I use my podcast and it's called five, four, three, two, one method. And here's what it is. So let's say you have to ask someone out, or maybe it's that you're on grays and you have to, you know, you have this really, this match that you want to talk to and you want to call them. You got to say five, four, three, two, one, and just do it. You have no backs. You have to do it. And, you know, every great thing in life really starts with something bold. Someone did something bold to make it happen. And so with dating, you got to be a little bold. Like, no, you have to be bold. <laughs> and just yeah. conquer those, those any, any party you'd like, no, you have to do it. Five, four, three, two, one, no backs, do it. And that, um, once you start really practicing that and, and, and doing those bold things, it starts to become a lot less scary, you know? You, you realize that, oh, you know, they just said no. Okay, like, am I, is my life still the same? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still here. Everything is still the same. They literally just said no, I'm okay. And then you go do it again, and they might say no again, and you're like, wait, I'm still here. And so once you start to kind of get over the fear of rejection, the world is your oyster. <laughs> yeah, I like that method. Just do it without overanalyzing right. or have time to overthink. So just doing it right away is the best way to do it. So tell us about the mistakes that you see on online dating. I mean, there's just so many, but what are the like <laughs> most common ones you see? Okay, so I see hundreds of profiles a day. And I can tell you what's working and what's not. Um, here's some, I'll give you a list of no-nos. <laughs> I call no-nos. Um, okay, so your first photo, that's the first thing that people see. And for some reason, some people think that's the perfect spot for like their angry face selfie. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Like, think about that. Why would you... <laughs> Why would you want the, the first thing people to see is you like, like, it's like this, like, Scallon. yeah. why does that make you go? Oh, I want to date that person. You know, no, you want to look, you want, you want to look friendly and like, oh, wow. Like they look like someone I want to talk to. They look like they're going to be kind and welcoming when I talk to them. And so that's, that's tip number one. Um, and then some other no-nos is, you know, blurry photos. Just no. Yeah. Um, filters. Oh my, oh my gosh. I've seen people like double filter. Like they will they'll mm -hmm. put a filter on like the, the puppy or like hearts all over or like the eye, the mascara stuff on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then they'll like add Facetune, like, like smoothing out over it. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you doing? Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, and, and my tip with that is, you know, if you are someone who's maybe like a little self-conscious of your, of, you know, how you look, you know, work on yourself. Uh, you know, you've got to feel beautiful because when you do get yourself in, you know, when you do actually go on the date, you, you want to be your whole self and you want to feel confident being your whole self on the date. And if you start, start the relationship off with a mask on and trying to be something you're not, it's never going to be sustainable. It will crumble apart. So you have to get to the point with yourself where you're, you feel beautiful and then put yourself out there. It's really important. Um, yes. And so, so the filter is a no, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then what, oh, oh, 
all selfies. When you put a whole, every picture is a selfie. Oh, I mean, I had a guy recently fight me on that. The fact that I gave that tip, he was like, what is wrong with, I, if I put all selfies and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you can do it. Like, I'm just trying to help you. Like the best, I want the best for you. Like if you want that, yeah. okay. But like, it really doesn't do you good. If it's all selfies, you got to kind of very have some variations have you with you know having fun with friends have you doing one of your favorite hobbies have you with your with your dog like mix it up <laughs> you have to look like you're socializing it's not just you exactly Otherwise it'll look like you're like facebook album from you know sixth grade when you're on your photo booth <laughs> yes oh my gosh so what about headshots? I hate those. I've been on dating apps where I see like the actor headshots. I'm like, that's not what your headshot is for. Okay. Agree with that. Um, yeah. Maybe don't put your headshot up. You could definitely put like a picture of you on set or you doing, you know, you podcasting, what, do put something up that you love, like you doing something you love. But um, I do think the first photo should be a clear visual of your face does not need to be like some like headshot, you know, awkward thing, like right. on a white background, you don't need that, but just something where, you know, you can see your face clearly and it looks friendly. So how does one create a good dating po- profile and what are ways in which users can make their profile more appealing? So you've mentioned the no-nos. So what are the go-tos? Follow all those things. And then uh, I have I have a good photo formula. And I actually just started taking, so if someone's listening and they want me to actually dive into their account specifically, because this advice is general. <laughs> um, so if, if you want me to dive in specifically, you can just go to my Instagram and there's a link to schedule that with me. But so the first photo I always recommend to be that clear shot of your face doesn't necessarily need to be an actor headshot or a, or a awkward headshot. Um, number two, a full body shot. So this could be like, you know, it could be anywhere, really. You could be wearing your favorite outfit, whatever. But just so you could see what the person would look like if they're right in front of you. Um, then the third photo mm-hmm. is a photo of you and your element. So this would mean you, you know, something that makes you light up, uh, whether it's you podcasting, you on set, you, you know, uh, doing puzzles, I don't know, whatever you, <laughs> whatever you love. Um, then the the fourth one is a picture of you with the special people around you. So this could be your friends, mm. this could be your family, something where someone could kind of, you know, I'm a big believer in the saying, you are who you surround yourself with. And I think when you can kind of see someone with their friends, it's a good testament to who they are. Um, Definitely. And then uh, the fifth thing is a picture of you showing your caring side. Now, this is where I always recommend to put in that photo of you with your, your if you have a dog, that is a great thing to put up on your dating profile um, if, or, or another pet, or maybe it's you with your with your niece, like somewhere that shows your caring side, because as a person looking to date, that's kind of, that's your softer side. And it always kind of makes, makes the looker go, Oh, look how nice they are. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then the last photo I like to, I call the bonus photo. And it's that, that's if you have a photo that you can has kind of a story attached to it. So maybe it's you, um, I don't even know, maybe it's you completing like a marathon or something or like a really funny moment, like you holding up a trophy for winning the the world's, I, I don't know, something, some funny thing at work. 
But I think, uh, especially on Gray's, you know, that that kind of photo does really well because on the date you can actually pull up. We have a cheat sheet on the date, so you can pull up the person's profile and the conversation starters, and so you'll have a really funny conversation about this weird. You'll be telling stories, and it just provides a lot of fun on the date. That's a really good tip. You already have a built-in talking point at that. Yeah. <laughs> now, what is the too good to be true profiles? We talked about the no nos a bit, but like, what is like a red flag of a possibly fake or catfish profile? Hmm. Well, <laughs> I think um, I think with that question, I would say. If, if it seems like it's too good to be true, it probably is. Um, I'll tell you that on Grays, um, we have things a little, a little different. We're actually at the bottom of everyone's profile. There's a three-second thing called a catfish catcher, and it's just you saying, hi, my name is Heather. So you'll actually know that the person is who they share there in their pictures. Um, so oh. we don't, we don't oh, really wow. have that problem, but... Um, but I would say for, you know, anyone on other dating apps, usually, yes, if it if it looks too good to be true, it is. Um, shockingly, I, I mean, yeah. I know for us, I will see, and, and we have really strict moderators 24-7, always watching our accounts. Um, but I can tell you there's a lot of people who try to come in to us and try to catfish. Um, they don't get through because we have a catfish catcher. But, uh, but you know, I can't imagine, we're, we're video-based and we're very straight up that we're video first. And if a catfish thinks they can come into us and try to try to catfish, I can't imagine how many other apps deal with that and how and at how much higher of a level. So oh yes, there is a lot out there, um, and uh, you know I think it's I think always you know be cautious if a person doesn't want to if a person doesn't want to get on video that's a red flag. If a person's being weird about meeting that's a red flag. You know, listen to red flags. Now, you've mentioned that your app utilizes it, the video dates. What are tips for when you go on those video dates? Like, what's a good confidence yeah. booster? How should you prepare? What are good talking points in those? How long did you say the video is? They're five minutes. It's five minutes. Yeah. That's a pretty good amount of time to try to get to know someone. It is. It's a, it's a, I think it's a perfect amount of time. You'll really get kind of a good taste of who they are in that time. And you'll have enough time to share some stories and laugh with each other. Um, you know, for us, we have a cheat sheet in the actual um, video, video chat. So I always recommend if you are someone who's maybe like, Oh, I'm a little nervous about this. You know, we have that to click on and it actually has conversation topics in it that is generated by the user. So I might say, um, you know, we take out bios on the app. So we actually have, instead oh, we have nice. asked me about, so you can fill those in to be personal. So you could be like, ask me about my podcast. And so if, was, if someone pulls up the cheat sheet on the date, which by the way, the other user can't see when you do that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, awesome. when you pull that up, you can be like, so tell me about your podcast. And, you know, you guys have a lot of stuff mm. to talk about. Um, so I always recommend to use that. That helps a lot. Um, then second, um, another kind of little, this is like a little psychology tip um, that I think probably listeners would find interesting is that, you know, in the in the real world, the way we get our friends' attention, if, if we're there in person, is we'll like maybe you know, tap them on the shoulder, hey, Heather, and I'll turn around. Or, um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll 
touch, we'll, we'll hit them when they say something funny or like not hit them actually, but you know, give them a tap. Um, but, but on, on video, we can't do those things. You know, we, we are stuck with screens. So how can we have that still intimate moments without being able to touch? And one of my tricks for that is using someone's name. So if I said, Naomi, how's your day? That feels so much better than just being like, how's your day? Yeah. It's you know? old. So yeah. So just adding that, that using their name when you can, not creepily, don't do it like <laughs> Naomi. Yeah. Naomi. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> add that in and it, and it actually can really, um, you know, makes a person feel special. It makes them feel, it's just, it's just a good way to show intimacy through video. That's a very good tip. I, I've heard that too with growing up. My um, family's always told me to insert their names when you can because it sounds yes. more personable and not just like you're talking exactly. to them because you have to. So then, so you mentioned that there's a series of six photos that are in their profile, and I imagine that it displays your name. Um, and you mentioned that there's different ask me portions. Is there other parts of the profile within Grace? Yeah. So you'll be able to fill out, you can choose which details to fill out, but. You know, we have things like you can fill out where you went to school, where you grew up, um, if you want kids, you know, all those different values, mm -hmm. um, lifestyle choices, um, what you do, uh, where you work, that kind of details are also. But you can, um, you know, you can toggle the, like, you can choose not to fill out that information or you can choose to. Okay, very nice. Yeah. So switching gears a little bit, can we go back to the entrepreneurial of you, yes. of your journey? Like, how did you... Like we talked about how you came up with the idea, but what was the final decision that made you be like, yes, I'm going to do this app? Yeah. So I think for me, I, <laughs> I got so frustrated that it wasn't normalized to do this because what I did was I was on the dating apps and, you know, like I said, I had, been, I had gone on so many bad dates. So I decided, okay, making a rule for myself, I'm going to force myself to FaceTime with these guys before. And when I did that, it changed everything. But then the issue was, is I would, <laughs> I would be, you know, the behavior on these other apps is that you have to text for a while first. Like, right. You know, so I'm sitting there like, oh my God, I just want to, I just want to meet them right away. Like, why, I don't even want to do this, but here I am like trying to make it like, you know, so I'm texting back and forth and then I'm like, Hey, like they'd asked to hang out and I'm like, Oh, like actually before, like let's FaceTime. And then it was taken a couple ways. One, it was taken where like, it's like, um, okay. Yeah. Like weird. Um, no one asked just... to do that. Um, and then the second it, it was just like, like, it just felt weird. <laughs> I felt weird asking. They felt weird accepting. And then on top of that, we would get on the date and I would have to give out my number to FaceTime. And if I didn't like the person, A, I was trapped in this long FaceTime trying to get out of it. And B, then they would text me afterwards and be like, so what's up? We want to hang? I'm like, oh, no, I don't want this person. Yeah. And so I, the dreaded text. Yeah, and so I got so, like, I, got, I just I got frustrated because it didn't exist and it existed in my head. And I was like, why doesn't this exist? And so then I did a bunch of research. I ended up doing tons of surveys. I hopped into Uber pools all over and um, – you guys probably know, but it's like you get into the car with random people. And so yep. I would ask them I'm because I wanted to get, you know, all my, I told my friends, hey, like I have this idea. What do you think? They were like, oh, my God, that's amazing. But they're also very much like me. So I was like, I want to see that other people are experiencing this beyond us. 
And so I got into the Ubers and same thing. I would say, I would say, Hey guys, I'm doing a research paper. Um, can I ask you guys a question? So I said, <laughs> what are the cons of dating apps? And they would say the same things. Oh my gosh, the endless texting. I just want to meet face to face. I just want to, and I'm like, Oh my God, like this could help so many people. And then it just became like, I became obsessed. Like I had to <laughs> do it for myself and for other people. That's a good motivator. Now, how did you get like, I don't know, funding backing for it, however you do it? How did you convince people to be like invested in this if you have yeah. investors? Yeah, so I do have investors. Um, so I mean, honestly, I was working five jobs at the time. Damn. Um, I had, you know, I, I was a receptionist at this one place. It's a co-working space in Beverly Hills. And I, um, I would, in the middle of working, I, in the middle of answering phones, I would be working on my pitch deck and my research and putting stuff together. And um, this one, I, I, I was like praying and I'm Christian and I was praying and I was like, God, I don't know. I know I need to do this. I don't know how I will do it. I don't have, I don't have money. I, I didn't, I don't have, you know, I don't have this like trust with a bunch of money. I don't, I don't have any of that, but I know I need to do this. So God put an investor in my life. I don't even know how to find one. And in, I, 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 I this is just such a blessing. And I, I like, I, I'm sharing this and I, I don't know if I, I think it's a very much happening chance. I think it's not anything that can necessarily be, you know, if you listen to this, I don't think you can go make this happen. It's right, just, right. just happened where I was at my desk one day and one of our members came up and he said, Hey, Heather, like, you're always so nice. And I'm looking to find an assistant. And I was wondering, how did they find you? Did you guys, did you get this job through a recruiter? Where, how'd you get it? Cause I want to, I want to use them. And I said, Oh no, I got this job through Facebook cause I needed money. <laughs> um, but I was like, but my friend's actually looking to be an assistant. So I'd love to pass your information on. And so he gave me his card and um, it said that he was a CEO. And so I walked up to him later and I said, Hey, I noticed that you're a CEO. Um, did you start your own company? Tell me the steps because I'm starting my own. I'm trying to start. I don't even know how. And so he just started sharing, um, you know, what he did with me. And at the end of our conversation, he basically said, hey, send me your stuff. And I was like, okay, I don't even know what that means, but sounds good. I'll get that to you. <laughs> and so we ended up meeting and he became my first angel investor. And then from then it really snowballed. Um, you know, I had friends of his, um, friends that I knew, different connections, friends and family. And that's how it happened. That's amazing. And what luck to have a mentor like that just to kind of walk into your life. Yes, it was such a blessing. And and I mean, I came, I came to him. My pitch deck was actually like my own, like it was so kooky like me. It was not professional. It was like, I mean, I had like cartoons saying their issues with dating apps. Like I had, I had drawn up my own wireframes. I had done the whole flow of the app myself. It was like on this huge paper. And like, I mean, I, I don't even think I would have invested at that point just because I was so like, but he really, I mean, it was such a, a blessed thing that he just believed in me and he, he did that. And I've become a lot smarter since. <laughs> No, but it sounds like your presentation and your pitch was very passionate and not this cold, I want to do X, Y, and Z, invest money. That's it. They could, they could see the drive behind it. <laughs> <laughs> and so you mentioned it was like a two-year-long process. So was that 
is that like a normal time frame or were there things that maybe had caused delays just for some of us that don't understand that process? Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that's near a normal time frame. Um, you know, of course, there was definitely some like some little delays that probably added up where like, I'm sure I could have cranked it out in like a year and a couple months. Um, but I mean, we were in beta within a year, within oh, wow. a year. So we did a, we did a pretty long beta just testing out the thing before we got like users on from all over. Cool. Right. Yeah. That's awesome though. So do you have any tips for people who want to get into the entrepreneurial space? Like you had this passion, like what else goes with obviously passion for a project? Um, passion, perseverance. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, you always hear this thing of like, <laughs> especially now it's like, oh, you can work from your laptop, like be an entrepreneur, quit your job, don't work under other people. But I think it's not shown enough how difficult it is. Um, you know, like it's difficult on your mental health. It's difficult on your physical health. Like it is, it is the hardest thing you'll ever do in your life. It is like, <laughs> I can't even explain my days. Like it's just, it's more insane than you imagine more like so many things come up. So you have to be a, you have to be kind of like, um, like you have to be ready to fight <laughs> and you just like, I mean, I've had so many things come in my way and I just have to keep punching them down, punching them down. And I I'm tired, but I don't get to be tired. And that's, that's another thing about entrepreneurship that no one really talks about is, you know, and, and a lot of other jobs, you know, you have, you have people to like take that spot or you have people you can like say, Oh, can I get a day off? Can I do this? But with entrepreneurship, like I'm the founder, <laughs> there's no one, like there's no one to replace me. Um, of course, like I have to have times where I'll like take a couple hours, but I don't really get to be tired. I have to, I have to keep going. Um, and so that's, that's really hard. It's, it's, you have to be ready for that. That's a really important aspect that you point out that I don't think many people think of is that they want to become this founder, the CEO of a company, but then they want other people to do the work and they can just step away from it. And that is not yeah, how no. it works. You got to work to that no. level. No, I mean, I was just out all last weekend taping posters on a pole, like, <laughs> and sweating like crazy. Like that is, I mean, no, you're not, it's not some like glamorous, it can look glamorous, I yeah. Think, let me, I mean, people think like, I'm sure people think that I have it easy or like that, but I just, I don't even have enough time to share the other hard parts. Like I'm just so busy that I like, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's very, very hard. But I'm sure it's very rewarding and pays yeah. off, especially yes. down the line. So yes, it absolutely does. I get to do what I love every single day and that's the best feeling ever. Oh, I love that. Awesome. That's so great yeah. to hear. So where can we tell our listeners to learn more about you and the Grays dating app? Yeah. So um, my personal Instagram is at Heather A. Hopkins. Um, and then my, uh, you know, the Grays, <laughs> the at the Grays app is the app's Instagram. Um, and that has the link to download. But also if you go on the app store, you want to go directly, just type in Grays Meet and Find Chemistry and that's us. We're also on Android too, but <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We loved having you and you gave a lot of good tips and insight. So 
Well, and thank you for taking the time to kind of detail what this Gray's dating app is like. And it sounds pretty revolutionary. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> I'm excited for your listeners to get on. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.